It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-2 in the shootout. Vegas now 17-6-1 for 35 points on the year. To help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, the, the first place that I want to take a look at or the area of emphasis is the Golden Knights penalty kill. It's a, it's a much stronger game, better game from the penalty kill for the Golden Knights in this one. Yes, significant in bouncing back from the last game. I talked with the head coach, Bruce Cassidy, about it on the pregame show today. And he admitted that it's a concern. I mean, how do you not consider it a concern given what happened last game? And um, it's not like they gave up one in the first, one in the second, and one in the third. I mean, that was spread out over the course of a bunch of different penalty kills that were successful. No, it was, you know, 10 seconds for one Vancouver power play, five seconds for another, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But, you know, the power play for the Blue Jackets is not great. 30th in the league. Um, they have only eight power play goals on the year, so you would have hoped the Knights would be stronger on the kill today. Um, focus uh, a little bit during practice. You can only do so much special teams practice. You've got the two different power play groups going up against two different penalty kill groups. No Petrangelo today. So Braden McNabb was on both penalty killing groups this morning. So there is a fan who may have gone to see Knights practice. They've got one power play group at one end, another power play group at the other end. But for Braden McNabb, he was on both kill units. So he was going back and forth a couple of times. No Petrangelo today, of course, impacts the penalty kill uh, and impacts the game overall. But, yeah, that, that is in the special teams department. They don't score on the power play, still um, not nearly as good as they would like it to be, but they killed off both Blue Jackets' power plays, and uh, they drew a penalty during one of them, um, so that negated part of the power play for the Blue Jackets. The Knights had a couple of uh, shorthanded scoring opportunities and eventually drew a penalty uh, during uh, one of those Blue Jackets' power plays, as I mentioned. So, um, uh, yes, better on the kill today for sure. And then you you mentioned uh, this game without Alex Petrangelo for the Vegas Golden Knights. You you needed uh, Ben Hutton to jump in, played just about 10 minutes in this game, and you needed everyone else to kind of step up on the blue line. And I think, you know, through 65-plus minutes, the Golden Knights were able to get that. Yeah, and uh, you heard Braden McNabb talking about Hutton in the second intermission, how Mm -hmm. much they enjoy Ben, the kind of person that he is, the kind of smile that he brings to the rink every game even if he's not in the lineup. There are certain guys who are wired to withstand the number of games missed while being healthy. And, um, you know, it's something to be said for backup goaltenders and guys who are on the cusp. I mean, you ask Ben Hutton, would he rather be the seventh defenseman on the Golden Knights or, you know, the sixth defenseman on a non-playoff team? Uh, I think that he would like the opportunity. He clearly made the most of it last year. It did appear in 58 out of 82 games a season ago because of all the injuries that the Knights endured. Um, But then you also think about, as Gary discussed, if um, he can step in and do what is expected, maybe an opportunity to give a couple of the regulars a night off here or there. And you don't know um, about Petrangelo's status. Again, missed today's game for personal reasons. But Hutton stepped in nicely. Nick Haig with more minutes than he normally gets. Thought he handled that very well. Theodore 
the most. 27 minutes, 43 seconds. That includes overtime. But Nick Haig, uh, number two on the Knights with 22 minutes and 22 seconds. That's well above his season average. Now, when you look at tonight's game, obviously Logan Thompson just allows the two goals in regulation, and then he allows that first goal to go in in the shootout, but then shuts the door the rest of the way. Uh, do you view this game tonight as a bounce back from Logan Thompson? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I mean, anytime a goaltender allows five, you're looking to rebound. Whether or not Logan was a culprit in the night's loss against Vancouver, you know, I, I, it's sometimes hard to, you know, make a list of culprits. And I think that can be unfair at times. You can have uh, aspects of the team that are not good, team-wide shortcomings, and then give credit to the other team, too. It's easier to point the finger at a goaltender if things don't go well. Uh, not that Logan was spectacular last game. When you give up five goals, you're probably not spectacular. Um, I'm not sure that he was spe- spectacular today either. He was he was good. But, yeah, I mean, the, I think that, you know, Logan's a guy who thrives on motivation, and he looks for different places to draw motivation. And I think that the bounce-back aspect to it, plus the shootout aspect to it, wanting his first one, uh, I think all those things are levers that Thompson pushes to get to his game. And if it works for him, that's all that matters. Paul Cotter, obviously the game-winning goal in the shootout. He's talked about how much he loves that specific type of play, one-on-one with the goaltender. That is his hockey heaven. Uh, Do you think that this goal might be something that sparks Paul Cotter's five-on-five game? Might be. It's interesting because the and you're talking about what he has shared with us in interviews earlier this mm-hmm. season. And, you know, the thing that they want Paul to do more is is, um, is not so much the shootout type of um, scoring. They, they want him to be more physical in north-south. Bruce Cassidy talked about that line on the pregame show today. And even in the third period, you know, it looked like that uh, maybe Paul uh, was skipped on a shift or two. Uh, understandable. I mean, the Knights needed offense, and Paul's uh, not going to be the, the primary source of the offense, though he has shown flashes. Just one shot on goal today for Paul in about nine and a half minutes. Uh, may, maybe it is. I mean, sometimes it has nothing to do with the skill itself. It's just, as you pointed out, Ryan, it's just kind of the confidence of having done something to lift the team. Remember, he scored the only goal in the game against Chicago, the one nothing Vegas win. And this feels a little bit similar to that, I suppose, because, you know, he gets to be one of the stars. He scores the game-deciding goal. That was the game-winning goal. Maybe that uh, can get his um, mindset to a place that helps him succeed at 5-on-5. Five five. All right, Dan, any final thoughts on this game before you turn your attention to Pittsburgh? First shootout of the season, and unlike the end of last year, Ryan, when the Knights went 17 straight attempts without a goal, seems that they uh, have sorted that out. So between Jonathan Marchessault and Paul Cotter, plus a few other close calls, a couple of posts there in the shootout as well. First for Wah and then for Eichel, it was um, it, it almost was over earlier. But uh, not that you want to see a ton of shootouts, but if you're going to see you know six, seven shootouts a year, You've got the talent here, and today the talent came through. Marcia, so to tie it, and then, uh, you know, one of the, the younger guys, the fan favorite, Paul Cotter, to win it. But none of it would have occurred without stellar shootout play from Logan Thompson. So Thompson and Cotter seem to love the shootout. Why not uh, if they are winning? 
All right. Fantastic stuff as always, Dan. Enjoy the rest of your night, and we will chat with you on Thursday. Great. Thanks, Ryan. Good night. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 3-2 win for the Vegas Golden Knights over the Columbus Blue Jackets in the shootout. Vegas 17-6-1, and 35 points on the year. First in the Pacific Division, first in the Western Conference. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-2 in the shootout. Vegas now 10-1-1 through their first 12 games on the road. 17-6-1 on the year. 35 points for the Vegas Golden Knights. Again, tops in the Pacific Division, tops in the Western Conference. So for the Golden Knights, it's a good opportunity to get themselves back in the win column. They do that. It was a tougher sled than I think a lot of people would have hoped for, especially with the Golden Knights getting off to an early lead in this game. But at the end of the day, it's two points you're banking. If you're the Vegas Golden Knights, you'll take that all day long. The postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. No Brett Howden tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights, missing his third consecutive game. Alex Petrangelo was not with the team tonight for personal reasons. So first and foremost, hopefully whatever Alex is dealing with, uh, we, we send we hope that it's not anything too serious. But beyond that, you look at tonight's game, Jack Eichel takes a puck in the face, and it was uh, one of those plays, one of those situations where you see it and you, you gasp out loud a little bit. It's a Nick Hague shot that rises up a little bit too high, catches Jack Eichel on the side of the face, uh, goes off for repairs, but then comes back, nearly wins the game in overtime, hits the post, he hits post again in the shootout. But, you know, for the Golden Knights right now, a team that's been largely healthy over the course of the majority of this season, you're dealing with, you know, absences of late. You, you you know, you go through three games without Nick Waugh, and then you get Nick Waugh back in the lineup. Brett Howden comes out of the lineup, so you still don't really have your perfectly constructed bottom six if you're Bruce Cassidy in the Vegas Golden Knights. So what happens from there? you you got to find ways to win. you got to find ways to make it work. And for the Golden Knights tonight, I'll tell you the main thing that I liked in this game is that they didn't give up more than two goals. Like, the recipe for the Golden Knights to win hockey games is to make sure you're not giving up two or more goals. Like, that, that really is it. Um, you can win 3-2 in this league if you're the Vegas Golden Knights. You absolutely can. But you've got to have your defensive structure dialed in. And I know that there's going to be a lot said at, at times about the fact that you allow the Columbus Blue Jackets to hang around and that they're able to tie this game, get it into overtime, get it into the shootout. But by and large, I thought the Golden Knights defensive game was fine tonight. I thought they took away the middle of the ice. You know, you kind of look at the quality scoring chances at five on five for Columbus. It wasn't a lot. Let's hear from Bruce Cassidy as he addresses the media. Uh, helped ourselves, but at the end of the day, uh, it's very hard to win in this league. I do believe it doesn't matter who you play, where you play. Uh, so you have to enjoy wins and uh, just go back to work. And next time we hit the ice and correct some of those things, we, we need to do better to put it away in regulation. What does it do for a young player like Paul Cotter just for his confidence to be such a difference maker in that yeah, situation? I, I think it really it's important to a guy like that. Um, you know, Paul can finish some plays. We saw a similar move in Buffalo, uh, if I'm not mistaken, where he scored on a breakaway in regulation. And um, their, their lines, you know, 
we're working through some issues and um, I thought he competed harder today all around so um, guys were actually telling me to pick him sooner and I'm like well I don't know because I don't stick around for the shootout much so uh, I think even Logan was flashing me some signs so at the end of the day we got it right and uh, I, I honestly like the way the righties went in and, and the first couple shots I thought they should have so I, that's why we went with Stoney and and Phil after that to, to try to simulate that but uh, at the end of the day we got it right. Is that pretty typical for a goaltender to be there calling for the next shooter I've like that? I've never seen it in my life but hey <laughs> if uh, he got it right so if you know what you're talking about you know what you're talking about. He would know the goalies would know they face him every day in practice we just haven't had a lot of shootout practices for one we haven't been in any since preseason I don't think which one of them we did really well at home even one of those deals we set up ahead of time so uh, and at the end of the day I thought we had some good moves early on like uh, I thought Jack scored I thought it went bar in but it didn't um, we had some tough luck I think in overtime too Nick had a real good chance Jack hit a post so uh, one of those days what did you think of the way Logan battled during the shootout as well well you need saves to, to you know and let's not forget about Marshy right if he doesn't score we're not talking about that right now so good for him for for getting us back in it but um, yeah, I mean, both goalies I thought were good. I thought Logan made saves. I think at the other end we hit pipes and were off net on some of our chances, but um, in the shootout, so good for him. He, goalies want that W, right? I think sometimes players in the shootout, it's like, ah, you know, but it's really important uh, to the team for the W, and uh, specifically if there's one individual that wants it the most, it's the goalie. What does it say about Jack Eichel that he not only returned to the game after that, but returned and almost scored a, a couple times, and then, like you said, almost scored in the shootout? Yeah, there. lots of urgency. I think, you know, let's face it, their their top guys outplayed our top guys five on five, and 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 you know they we weren't great on the power play either, our top guys. So. Uh, I think Jack took it to heart when he came back and, and wanted to be a difference maker. And we've seen it in overtime before, right? When, like, there's a lot of good players in space in overtime. But what Jack does really well is he checks pucks back. He can, like, with so much ice out there, he closes one on one, pushes a guy off the puck, and can get possession. And usually the only way you get possession in overtime is an off net shot or, or a face off. You know, you use, teams typically don't give it up and they, they protect it well. And he's been able to do that a number of times where he's been able to literally take it from, from the opposition, which is a big bonus. Thanks, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Yeah. That was head coach Bruce Cassidy as he addressed the media after tonight's 3-2 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights in the shootout. A couple of things that he you know, talked about there and you know, we heard from Logan Thompson in the walk-off interview where Logan was talking about how it should be Paul Cotter. He was waving toward the bench because he felt Paul Cotter would be able to come up with a play and win this game in the shootout and then you know, Bruce Cassidy kind of talking about how he's never seen that before. Logan Thompson would know though when you see a player with the individual skill set that Paul Cotter has in and around the net in a shootout one on one type setting. Uh, if you're a goaltender, you know when that's coming. If you're a goaltender, you know which guys can beat you. And Paul Cotter has all of those skills wrapped up into uh, his package. So for, for me, I, I think that you look at this game for a number of different things. Golden Knights get depth scoring. You win in terms of special teams on the penalty kill. The power play is a different story, but that to me wasn't the big thing you had to focus on today for the Golden Knights. Power play would have been nice to come through with a goal. But your penalty kill was spectacular after a game in which they allow three power play goals against. So uh, it steps in the right direction for the Golden Knights. Nothing's perfect yet, but it is something to build on over the course of this four-game 
road trip. And with tonight's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu-priced pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS on PizzaHut.com. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Triple A Insurance post game show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets three to two in the shootout. Vegas improved to 17, 6 and 1, 35 points on the year. Next in action on Thursday at four o'clock against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go back to the first period, and the Golden Knights did well throughout that period to settle into their game. They did a great job on an early penalty kill, and then the offense kicked in as William Carlson opened the scoring by putting his own rebound home. A wrist shot blocked. Marcheseau put a backhander in front. Carlson shot stopped. Rebound score! Off a blue jacket and into the goal. Vegas takes a 1-0 lead. Sixth goal of the year for William Carlson from Jonathan Marcheseau and Braden McNabb at 15:59 of the first period makes it one to nothing Vegas. Just under a minute later, the Golden Knights added to their lead as Will Carrier made his way into the high slot and scored his eighth goal of the year. Here's Carrier now in the right corner for the Knights. Can Vegas capitalize? Right point, White Cloud navigates, passes to the middle. Carrier shoots, he scores. Carrier picked his spot, unchallenged in the slot. Got the drive through a lot of traffic. Well-placed Rister gives Vegas a 2-0 lead. Will Carrier's eighth of the year from Zach Whitecloud at 16.55 of the first period made it 2-0 Vegas. So Golden Knights would take a 2-0 lead into the second period. And for the first half of the second period, the Golden Knights did a good job controlling the play. There really wasn't much life for the Blue Jackets until Columbus set up in the offensive zone for a long shift. The Golden Knights weren't able to clear the zone, and Johnny Gaudreau scored from a difficult angle to cut the lead in half. Stone gets another tip on the pass, can't clear. Nyquist in, backdoor pass, score! Johnny Gaudreau banks it home, and the Blue Jackets are on the board and trail 2-1. to one. Eighth goal of the year for Johnny Gaudreau, the assist to Gustav Nyquist and Vladislav Gavrikov. At 13.50 of the second period, made it 2-1 to one Vegas. The Golden Knights would take a 2-1 to one lead into the third period, and the Blue Jackets continued to push for the game-tying goal. With a strong start in the third, and the Golden Knights on their heels, the Jackets would capitalize as Boone Jenner put a rebound home to tie the game. Front, stop, rebound, score! The Blue Jackets have tied it 2-2. The attempt from the outside knocked down, but Boone Jenner on the doorstep hammers it through. Boone Jenner's ninth goal of the year from Gustav Nyquist and Johnny Gaudreau at 12-11 of the third period tied the game at two. The game would end in regulation tied 2-2, so we'd head to overtime where Logan Thompson made our AAA insurance save of the game. Lead pass, finding Nyquist behind the D, closes in, save Thompson, he covers. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, 
outsmart life. So with that Logan Thompson save and Jack Eichel hitting the post in overtime, we would head to the first shootout of the year for the Vegas Golden Knights. And the Golden Knights would secure the win as they got a goal from Jonathan Marcheseau to extend the shootout to seven rounds where Paul Cotter called game. Paul Cotter in the bottom of the seventh. Straight in. Couple of fakes. He scores! He let the puck nearly roll off the tip of his blade. He pulled it back, stuffs it home on the left post. Vegas wins 3-2. to two. A big-time win for the Vegas Golden Knights, 3-2 to two, the final in the shootout. Vegas looking to get back to their winning ways, back to their details, and they've been so dominant on the road so far this year. 10-1-1 and on the road for the Vegas Golden Knights so far this season. 17-6-1 overall, 35 points, first in the Pacific, first in the Western Conference. And for Vegas, next in action against the Pittsburgh Penguins, you start this road trip with two points it's something to build on there were pockets in the game that I really liked from the Golden Knights there were pockets in the game where they just did not allow much of anything through the middle of the ice and the the quality chances against were were relatively down based on what we saw over the course of the Seattle game and the Vancouver game so it's it's positive steps for the Golden Knights and how they're defending now you need to start seeing more layers to the game Penalty kill was good. Defending was largely good. Now you've got a little bit more uh, in terms of, of quality scoring four. Like, I want to see more out of Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, and Chandler Stevenson. I think that kind of goes without saying. Uh, you, you hear Bruce Cassidy mentioning that the top guys for Columbus, essentially Boone Jenner, Gustav Nyquist, Johnny Gaudreau, uh, they were prevalent. They scored. They delivered for the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. You need those types of games now from Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, and Chandler Stevenson going into Pittsburgh, Detroit, and Boston. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-2 in the shootout. Vegas 17-6-1, 35 points on the year. Tops in both the Western Conference and the Pacific Division. So for the Golden Knights, it's back on track. Two points. That's really the only objective that you have in the, at this moment. And for the Golden Knights, they deliver. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. Uh, the Golden Knights... Not great to start the game. I thought Columbus was probably the better team through the first five, six minutes of the game. And then you hit that first TV timeout. It's a bit of a reset for the Golden Knights. They get a strong penalty kill, and then they find a couple of plays offensively within a minute. It's quick strike offense, puts Columbus back on their heels. And then, you know, first half of the second period, I thought the Golden Knights did a really good job controlling plays, keeping everything to the outside. But... Then Columbus gets a little bit of life. You get Johnny Gaudreau putting a puck in the back of the net from a pretty sharp angle. And then it's a full court press from Columbus in that third period. They had five high danger scoring chances in the third period. If there's one aspect that I just wanted to see from the Golden Knights that that didn't necessarily get there, it's with a 2-1 lead in the third period protecting it. You want to get on your horse. You want to play in the offensive zone. You don't want to protect the lead by sitting back and protecting a lead. You want to protect the lead by going out there and trying to add to it. Uh, you don't want to get risky. That's not what I'm saying. But you do want to 
uh, take a little bit of that pressure off defensively, especially in a game where you're missing your number one defenseman in Alex Petrangelo. But by the end of the day, you go through an overtime period, you go through a shootout, and the Golden Knights find two points. That's all that matters, banking those points right now for a first-place Vegas Golden Knights team. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be a 60-minute effort the way that you want it to be if you're a fan. But two points is two points, and that's all that matters tonight as the Golden Knights are victorious 3-2 to two in the shootout over Columbus. That's going to do it for me here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-2 in the shootout. Jonathan Marcheseau scores and Paul Cotter scores to win it in the shootout. Logan Thompson allows one goal and then is perfect the rest of the way. And the Golden Knights bank two more points as they've got 35 right now on the year, 17-6-1. And And for a Golden Knights team that has just been so good on the road, they improved to 10-1-1 through their first 12 road games of the year. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. It's your post-game show. Uh, This is a win. A win is a win. you, You can throw a lot of different qualifiers on it if you want to. That's your right. You, If you want to say, well, it's the second worst team in the league in Columbus and it took you to a shootout, like you can do that if you want to. I'm totally fine with it. But for the Golden Knights team, talking about fifth game in eight nights, you've got travel. This was something that was – it wasn't going to be an easy game. It just wasn't going to be an easy game. There's never any easy games. You heard Bruce Cassidy talk about how hard it is to win in this league. For the Golden Knights – I think there was a lot of improvement in this game versus what you saw against Seattle and Vancouver. And this season for me is all about growth, all about improvement, all about getting better as the year wears on. I think the Golden Knights did that tonight. 702-876-1340. Give me a call if you agree. Give me a call if you don't agree. Uh, I'd like to hear from you tonight. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, I, I think five different times I changed my mind on what I was going to say here. But I, in the end, uh, a shootout win, and a lot of people forget this, a shootout win against the East is fantastic. Now, a shootout win against the West sometimes will come back and bite you later on because you've given up a point to a division foe. But this time, it's two points. It's a win, and I don't care if Columbus gets a measly point. doesn't matter to me. The other thing is when you are able to be a good shootout artist, and that's what it is, it's, a, it's an artistry, it's a skills competition, why don't more people start and stop and change hands like Connor did instead of shoot the puck 10 feet away from the net as Mark Stone does? I don't get it. Because it's not easy. Like it's not, it's not. So think about it from this perspective, right? Like Paul Cotter goes in and he does exactly the same thing, but he loses the handle at the end. Doesn't even get a shot on goal, right? Like Mm -hmm. you have to put yourself out there in those moments. You have to trust in your talent and trust in your skill. And some guys just don't have the hands 
to be able to pull off the moves like Paul Cotter is able to pull off, like Patrick Kane can pull off, or or you know Jack Hughes. Like it is a skill unto itself, and it's not necessarily something that everyone has, and it's not necessarily something that you can just add to your game and add to your repertoire because there's inherent talent that's involved, and then there's a degree of fearlessness. If you lose a handle and you don't get a shot and your team loses because you don't get a shot on goal, you have to wear that. So you have to have someone that that has a lot of moxie uh, and is willing to try new things, but you've also got to have supreme confidence in your ability to to push through, and, and some players just don't have it. Well, and two of the Blue Jackets did exactly that lost the puck on their stick. So I see what you mean. I just think there are players, and Logan Thompson knew Cotter was one of them, who have that skill and, and utilize it. And I do want to praise a guy that didn't score tonight, but boy, did he perform like a champion, Jack Eichel. Here's a guy who comes back from a career-ending neck injury, potentially. He breaks his thumb in the first season with his new team and doesn't complain and never misses. I don't think he missed a shift. And then tonight, how many guys would not come back into that game at all? He is amazing. Yeah, you know, I I am right there with you, Mike, and thank you for the call. I I think what you're starting to see or what a lot of people are seeing maybe for the first time when it comes to Jack Eichel is how fierce of a competitor he is, right? Like this is a player that wanted to be the number one overall pick when he was drafted. Uh, unfortunately, he was drafted in the year where Connor McDavid was the consensus number one pick. You're talking about a guy that just wants to compete, wants to be in the playoffs, wants to be the best version of himself that he can be. And, you know, make no mistake about it, Jack Eichel, the, the offensive production has dried up over the last two, three games. And I think that he wears that on his sleeve quite a bit, too. So when you, you know, when you don't have your best game, and I wouldn't classify tonight as Jack Eichel's best game, um, you you want to go out there and you want to do whatever you can to help your team win. And him coming back into the game certainly helped the Golden Knights settle down in the third period, and then you know almost wins it in in overtime and hits the post in the shootout. I, I think that you know we're scratching the surface of how good Jack Eichel can be, but I think you're you're right on the money there, Mike. He played through a broken thumb after coming back from a neck injury uh, just because he wanted to be on the ice with his team competing, and he knew how desperate the Golden Knights were last year with all the injuries. And then this tonight, it takes a Nick Haig shot in the face. There aren't many people that are going to come back from that and, and jump back into the game, and he did and was one of the best players in the game from that point forward. So your point's well taken. Jack Eichel is a competitor, and I think he's opening up a lot of people's eyes as to just how fierce – that competitive edge is within him. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm good. So um, I'm dealing with what I can only assume is the second coming of the Black Plague, but uh, Paul Cotter's goal in the shootout was even nastier than this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a good move. Um, it was one of those moves where you just you get an idea of how insanely skilled Paul Cotter is. Um, and I guess my hope for Paul in scoring this goal is that it's something that jump starts him at five on five. Not that I'm looking for these types of moves from Paul Cotter there. I just want him to have more confidence and play with a bit more confidence right now. Yeah, and I, I think that. 
Um, knowing that Logan Thompson called for him has got to give him a big boost of confidence too. You know, this team I don't think is a team that's lacking in camaraderie, um, but it's always nice to see those strong showings of it. Um, And I know, you know, people keep saying, oh, this is Columbus Blue Jackets, they're the second worst team in the league. But, I mean, you have to remember, we were down our number one defenseman the whole game, Mm -hmm. and Jack Eichel was missing a good chunk of the third period and then came back after, you know, a puck to the face. So it wasn't a game without um, difficulties. And, you know, they they did what they had to do. You get two points, you get two points. You don't poo-poo on two points. Yeah, you know what, you're absolutely right, and, and thank you for the call, Stephanie. Hope you uh, feel better for sure. Um, Bruce Cassidy talked about it. It's hard to win in this league, so you got to enjoy every single win, whether it's it's to the you know the the second to last place team in the league in Columbus, or whether or not you you find a way to beat say New Jersey or Boston, who have just been as good, if not better, than the Golden Knights early on this year. You you celebrate every win. You celebrate two points that you get to bank, and you know for a Golden Knights team that missed the playoffs last year the objective is to get back there so you 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 bank two points against columbus when you know you're missing alex petrangelo and you you miss jack eichel for about 12 to 13 minutes in the game and you don't have brett howden available to you as as what would be your fourth line center um you take that all day long and and i think that's really where the mindset has to be right now for the golden knights especially after dropping their last two games at home 702-876-1340 is the number uh I want to know from you, are, are you good with this game? Like, are you, did you like this game from the Golden Knights defensively? Or do you look at it and say, well, they should have won in regulation. They should have been able to hold on to a two-goal lead against a Columbus Blue Jackets team. That's what I want to know from you. 702-876-1340. More of your calls next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-2 in the shootout. Vegas 17-6-1, 35 points on the year. Next in action on Thursday at 4 o'clock against the Pittsburgh Penguins. 702-876-1340 is the number. Uh, another question that I want to throw out there to you, if you want to give me a call, 702-876-1340. The Golden Knights are 10-1-1 through 12 games on the road. They're 7-5 at home. Why do you think that is? Like, if you have an idea, you have a thought as to why the Golden Knights have been a better road team, at least from a record standpoint, than they've been at home, I'd love to hear it. Give me a call right now. Uh, let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Steven. Hey, Steven, how you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty good after watching the shootout there. Uh, Shout-out to Logan Thompson. He saved our tails tonight. Um, that was a fantastic uh, performance there in the shootout. And honestly, for me, the, the Knights being able to win without um, – the first line of Stone, Eichel, and Stevenson really contributing on the score sheet, I kind of look at that as a positive. It shows that the depth scoring on this team can get going on any given night. Yeah, you know what, Steven, you're, you're not wrong, right? Like, you, you, you don't necessarily look at William Carlson, I would guess, as, as kind of providing you depth scoring. You, you expect that, and William's been good the last couple of days, but you, you've got Will Carrier right now knocking on the door of his career high, and we're, we're 23 games into the season. He's got eight goals already, and that's really the depth that you're talking about, and the fact that yep. you know Zach Whitecloud chips in with an assist, Braden McNabb chips in with an assist. Uh, when you've got Alex Petrangelo out of the lineup, well, your best defenseman when it comes to uh, what he does 
does on in his own zone, but also in helping production. Uh, you got an effort from everybody on the team, and that's what you need. Yeah, yeah, I'm impressed with how the defense played tonight without uh, Petrangelo. I feel like they all collectively really stepped up without him, and we honestly needed that. Like I know Columbus, um, say what you will about them, they're one of the lower mm-hmm. teams in the Atlantic, but I mean, Johnny Gaudreau, and he scored tonight. He could have had a lot more if it wasn't for uh, the defensive playing. Uh, we also got some, luck, some lucky uh, deflection or not deflection, bounces uh, away from mm-hmm. Columbus, and overall, like, I feel like defensively we played really well tonight. And to also uh, answer your question for at home, honestly, mm-hmm. I wonder if the Knights feel pressure at home to win. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's the one thing I think might be uh, a reason why they're struggling. I, just, I feel like they're pressured to win at home. Do you, do you agree with that, Ryan? Where it's like uh, on the road they, they can feel loose, more loose than, and, uh, you know, defy expectations on the road? Yeah, you know what? I, I think that there's something to that, Stephen, and thank you for the call. I, I think that pressure is maybe one way to put it. I, I don't know that there's more pressure on the Golden Knights to win at home so much as there's pressure to put on a show. And what I mean by that is when you look at the Golden Knights, when you watch them at home, when it's not going right, what usually ends up happening for Vegas? They will try to make the perfect play. They will try to make the play that pulls you out of your seat. They'll try to make that cross seam, backdoor, blind pass that you're hoping makes its way to where you want it to go, but then it's just off. And and I think that the pressure maybe that, that you're talking about or how I view it is you are an entertainer. When you play the game, you entertain fans every single night that you're on the ice. Mark Stone's talked about it, that that is something he takes very seriously. So when you are at home, you want to send your fans home happy. Certainly you want to get wins. That goes without saying. But you want to do it in style. I think there's pressure on the Golden Knights to perform to a level that makes people happy, that brings people out of their seats. Whereas you go on the road, it doesn't really matter what their fans want. Like It doesn't matter if, if it's a boring game in Columbus. If you're in Columbus, you want it to be as boring as possible. That's really where I think it might be a pressure thing, a pressure situation. But more than anything, I just think the Golden Knights simplify their game on the road. Like if, if, we're, if we're pulling it all down to one thing, distilling it down to one thing, I think the Golden Knights play a simpler game on the road. They get pucks in deep, they go to the forecheck, and when they're going well, they force turnovers. When they force turnovers, they get in on, on, a, uh, you know, on, on, a, on a transition opportunity, and they usually bury it. So um, there's a couple of different ways to look at it. To me, I think there's pressure to perform, pressure to be fun and entertaining, uh, but, but more than anything, I just, I just think it's simplifying the game on the road, and that's what you have to do to win in the National Hockey League. We're back with more of your phone calls next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-2 in the shootout. Vegas 17-6-1, and 35 points on the year. That is tops in the Pacific Division as well as in the Western Conference. 
For the Golden Knights, it's a four-game road trip. They started off on the right foot with two points here tonight. Uh, next in action on Thursday against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Then it's Detroit and Boston to wrap up this four-game trip. That's going to do it for me here on the extended post-game show. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio, making sure everything sounds great. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post-game show. It's not as much fun without your input until Thursday night. Have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.